2: For the longest-running pro hoops post-game show in Milwaukee, hear from the players.
3: You know, I feel good. I always can get better, but you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, if I'm healthy, things gonna be okay.
4: The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think you know we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous.
0: And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis, he's just like the most likable human being, and all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him, and it just
2: it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan.
5: Well, welcome in. No Sparky. He is off on vacation. Thanks for tuning in, Bucks fans, as your Milwaukee Bucks. Boy, oh boy, did that look ugly. Oh, jeez. It's just it, it is amazing. The Bucks win. And they actually they, they won by a nice margin. 130-116 over the Miami Heat. But believe me, if you saw the first half and you've seen these last couple of games that the Bucks have put out there. Some people on social media were really freaking out. And we talk about this. Gary Ellerson's hanging out as well. Um, I'm Radio Joe. But the, the thing is, we looked at this Bucks team in the first half, and it was just the same stuff that snowballed from the Houston game over to the Brooklyn game over to this game. And, yeah, these guys are ramping themselves up and they're trying to get back into the swing of things and feel comfortable again, but there was no defense. There are wide-open shooters everywhere. The Heat are pushing the basketball everywhere, and you had some turnovers again. Now, there weren't as many turnovers when this game was all said and done, but it was looking like the same old, same old. I don't know what Mike Budenholzer told those guys at halftime. Maybe we'll find out when we get to the coach's corner, but I think this was a time, Gary Ellerson, where – maybe Mike Budenholzer had to yell a little bit because he's not, he's not the kind of guy that's going to yell at his team, but maybe that's what you needed at halftime, considering this was a Miami Heat team that was missing Jimmy Butler today and was missing Goran Dragic on top of it. Yeah. I mean, they just got to a
6: bad start. I mean, I, I don't know uh, why they did, but, but they did. And so, I think at the end of the day, you know, they, they get a good win. I don't know how you um, how you try to size it up in terms of was it a good win, was it a bad win, was it what? I just see these eight games as just a warm up to the playoffs. Uh, so if they if they would have lost this game, I I wouldn't have put any more anything on it. Now that they came back and won it, you most certainly saw the effort with Giannis and the rest of the guys like like they really want to win this game. So, I mean, that's a good thing too. Uh, But still, the win was without Jimmy Butler and without – what's the guy's name? Dragovich.
5: (laughs) Goran Dragic. Yeah, him too. Yeah. Uh,
6: So, I don't know what you put on that, Joe. You know what I mean?
5: How much stock you put in.
6: What it. more stock you put on that,
5: yeah. Well, I'll say this. I mean, again, this is the pre-poll season, and if you're going to have problems, you might as well have them now. Right. The good news is the Bucks have the number one seed. It is officially theirs Correct. after this win. So now that you have it, now you can control Giannis's minutes a little bit more. You don't need to really overwork them. Um, the same thing goes for Chris Middleton. Now they've got, there's a couple of good opponents. Maybe you do want to play Giannis and Middleton at full speed against Toronto to make sure you're getting the right looks because this is a team you might be dealing with in the Toronto's Eastern Conference finals.
6: Toronto's not going to show you anything.
5: Then you're better off not playing those guys yeah, or they, hardly they won't playing care.
6: them.
5: We'll see how that goes. The Bucks also have the Dallas Mavericks coming up on Saturday. So that's the other thing to look at, too. But I just think right now, now that you got the number one seed. You have the bragging rights. It's all set in stone. You can ease back just a little bit. Um, but I'll I'll say this: there are issues. This Bucks team is not perfect, and it was very evident in the first half, but it was just it was just good to see those adjustments made. There was better defense, they were not allowing Miami to just try to hit wide open looks everywhere. And the Bucs kind of pushed the tempo a little bit too. And that was really good to see. The Bucs went on a 20-5 to five run in the third quarter as well. All of that um, just puts together for a really good formula and one hell of a comeback win for the Milwaukee Bucks as they clinch the top seed in the East, 130-116. to 116. You guys can chime in at 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. We are expecting to have Sidney Moncrief join us here any minute, so stay tuned for that, but let's get to the drive of the game.
2: Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan.
5: Well, there were many to choose from in this game, but we'll actually go early on with Giannis having this massive, massive dunk in the first quarter.
3: Giannis drives right Giannis. through the defense.
7: one hammer. Sometimes you just say, how can you stop them? And sometimes you can't.
5: There you go. That highlight courtesy of Fox sports, Wisconsin, Jim Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call. But again, just a crazy, crazy comeback win for the bucks. And just looking at it by quarters. I mean, the bucks were down 17 at halftime, including, um, I mean, they were trying to inch their way back. Bam Adebayo hit that stupid, stupid three pointer right at the buzzer to, you know, pad onto Miami's lead. But the bucks, Outscoring Miami 36 25 in the third quarter, and then 38 to 18 in the fourth quarter. Um, in this one, Bucks just pulling away. They went on a 15 and 0 run, I think, to finish things out. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's just that that's just crazy, Gary. And I'll say this: the one constant, even though the Bucks had not been playing perfect basketball, the one constant: Giannis is still dominating these games. I mean, he only, he played 30 minutes in this game, and he had 33 points, 12 boards, four dimes, 13 of 17 from the field, seven of nine from free throw from uh, the charity stripe. But th- that, at the very least, the one thing we don't have to worry about is Giannis str- struggling at all.
6: Well, I mean, Giannis' uh, value, you know, will be. Listen, I, I'm I'm like, and I guess I'm going to be like most people. This is all good. I'm I'm waiting for the Eastern Conference Finals and what I see out of Giannis. That's what's going to make him. I mean, he'll, you know, and this is not bad, but he may wind up being another Charles Barkley, and that's okay because Charles Barkley is a great player, but he ain't Michael Jordan. He may just be another Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen's a great player, but he ain't Michael Jordan. So this is all well and good right now, but in crunch time, Eastern Conference Finals, or let's just say then the end of championship, what we're gonna see out of Giannis.
5: Well, hopefully he will have the right supporting pieces helping him out. Chris Middleton was also incredible today. Um, and going through his line, Middleton. 34 minutes, 9 of 14 from the field, 5 of 6 from three-point territory, and a perfect 10 of 10 from the line. Also had six boards, eight dimes, 33 points for Chris Middleton in this game. And and I think Chris Middleton, you know, it was talked about before this restart happened when we are looking at, um, who was it, Kyle Korver was raving about how Chris Middleton looked. Middleton's another guy, Gary, that has been playing very well so far in this restart. Um, it's, it's Giannis and it's Middleton, but it's everyone else on the team for the most part that really has not been playing maybe at the top level that they wanted.
6: Right. And, and so when you look at Middleton, Giannis, um, I think th- the history will be written about these guys and what kind of plays, I mean, cause everybody talk about Middleton's not a two, this, I mean, you get caught up in all that, right? I mean, right. everybody's doing that. So I think history will be written about these guys, by how far they go this year. And to me, I think there should be more weight on this season than any other season with the pandemic. You don't have home court with everything they're going through being busted in, in a bubble. Then this is more difficult than if they were just playing here uh, in, in their own home confines in, right here in Milwaukee. So to me, I, these games are OK. But to me, Joe, it's, it's about it's about you conference it's about that it's about championships for Middleton and uh for uh for Giannis.
5: No question about it. Let's get to the X-Factor of the game.
2: Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game.
3: It's going to be crazy, man.
2: Here's tonight's X-Factor of the game. Brought to you by Bryan Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan.
5: We are expecting to get to Sydney Moncrief here shortly, but the X factor of the game, I don't even know where you want to go with this. I mean, there are so many different players to look at. I just think Giannis taking control late in that game. Cause again, it kept yes. going back and forth, back and forth in the fourth quarter. Giannis Gary, you think? Yes, no doubt
6: about it. It All has right. to be.
5: All right. Then that's who we're going to go with. We're going to yeah. go with Giannis. Was, are
6: you okay with that?
5: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm great with that. Okay. Absolutely. I'm great with that. Um, I think we have him. I think we do. All right. Well, let's, let's bring him in.
2: It's time to get the perspective of tonight's game from a Hall of Famer. I love the city of Milwaukee, the Bucks organization. A Bucks
7: legend. It's all about the game, and I'm just blessed to be a part of the great game of basketball.
2: Sydney Moncrief joins the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles off of I-43 North at Silver Spring Drive on AM 1250 and 105.7
5: FM, The Fan. Yeah, let's bring him in now. I'm Radio Joe Zenzola, alongside Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back, here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As the Bucks win one thirty-one sixteen, we welcome in Sydney Moncrief. Sydney, what's going on? Oh, not much, not much. It's I guess the magic number is zero now. Yes, it go. yes it is. And, you know, you do it in a very magical place like Walt Disney World. That's always a good thing. I think that kind of helped the Bucks. But, um, wh- I mean, what a tale of two halves for the Bucs. Things did not look good in that first half. Um, what, what for you was probably the, maybe the biggest concern or issue that you saw out of the Bucks in the first half? The
7: number of turnovers and the number of assists, probably the number of assists uh, that's always an indicator with the Bucks team, which means high assist number means ball movement, player movement, and, of course, someone's making shots. We did not have that the first half. The second half, we saw better ball movement. Players were cutting to the basket. They were sharing the basketball. They were making shots. The points off turnover number turned all the way around the second half in favor of the Bucks. Those were the two areas, assist and points off turnovers.
6: When when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, wouldn't you say, though, that coming off the, the layoff that they were on, it, it's almost like a restart that where they have to kind of start all over to try to get their continuity down at, at this point.
7: Well, they do, and Bledsoe being out certainly doesn't hurt your rhythm because he's such a... Very important part of the team, especially when you talk about transition basketball, getting the ball up the court, making plays in in the open court, and getting to the basket. Uh, He does that very well. I think what you saw was Coach Bud making an effort today, making sure that the top players played together more minutes. He cut down on the rotations. This was a very important game in his mind for not only his starters, but also people like George Hill a very important game for those type players. I think they got the rhythm down. They got the confidence up. And they beat a team that's that's a very good team, one of the top three-point shooting teams in the NBA. Uh, they, they were able to come back and, and win that game.
5: Well, and not to mention, too, I mean, Miami did not have Jimmy Butler in this game. They, they did not have Goran Dragic in this game. But I am very impressed by all the shooters they have on this team. I mean, this is just, they have been such a sneaky, underrated team all season long. And I, th- there's no question about it, Sydney. They will pose a huge threat to the Bucks if they do have to face them. I will say this, though. Um, there is a trend here. The last three games that the Bucs have played, these teams are just shooting three-pointers left and right. And the Nets did it, the Rockets did it, and now the Heat did it. They all had over twenty-three point attempts made. Do you feel like, though, that that is the formula to beat the Bucs? Is you're just going to have to shoot a lot of threes and hopefully you make as many as you can to beat this team?
7: Well, that's really the formula to beat anyone. When I, when I look at stat sheets for a game, I don't have to look at the score, not just the Bucs, most teams. If you look at the number of three-point shots made and look at the number of, number of assists, that's normally a good indication of the team that wins the ball game. So I don't just think it's it's something that you know you have to do to beat the Bucks. I just think to be competitive and to win ball games, you must make three-point shots. And the Bucs did a better job, of course, the second half in making three-point shots because of ball movement and player movement.
6: So uh, talking about Youngs a little bit, have you seen a guy come in the way he did and then – The development of his game, he's really been a very uh, ascending player. I think you probably can say the same thing for Middleton as well. Their their game seems to be going to another level. They've been doing it each and every year. I've never seen a player like Giannis in the history of
7: basketball, and I watch basketball a lot of years, that have went from being an all-star to a very dominant player, one of the best players in the NBA. Never seen it before his commitment to working out, his commitment to his teammates and getting better every year, and the mental part of the game. That's why I think we've seen the biggest transition where you can tell he's locked in, he's very focused at third quarter. In tonight's game, he set the tone because the heat, because the Bucks were so aggressive, including Giannis, the heat, they were in the penalty eight minutes left in the third quarter and to, to me that was a ball game Giannis set the tone he has a better feel now for when to be aggressive when to sit back and that's going to bode well for the bucks in the playoffs
6: we're talk- do you do you uh, buy into this notion or maybe you do or don't i mean I, I feel a certain way about it but they played toronto last year in the eastern conference finals and i think most of the talking heads and not necessarily here in Milwaukee but outside of that said that you know what Giannis is going to have to put this team on on his back in crunch time and that's going to make him get to the next level i.e. like a Michael Jordan or LeBron James do you buy into that notion
7: Not really I really I think that
6: the star player
7: makes plays down the down the stretch that means they score they rebound, they play defense, they pass the ball. But even when Michael Jordan played, there were other players that stepped up. We always see the great highlights of Michael Jordan making the last second shot against Cleveland and against Utah. We never see all the games that a Scottie Pippen or pa- Paxton or Grant or B.J. Armstrong, another player, stepped up to win ball games. And that's what it takes in the NBA. Your star player... Score, pass, rebound, play defense down the stretch.
5: We're talking with Sidney Moncrief. Buck's great here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Um, Sydney, i got to ask you, too, about Eric Bledsoe because Eric Bledsoe, you know, again, he played 23 minutes in this game, filled up the stat sheet a little bit. He did not have the worst of games. What did you see out of Bledsoe today? Uh,
7: he's still working into his basketball shape. His rhythm is not quite there. He made the big three-point pull-up mm-hmm. that I thought pushed the Bucks to this win. A lot of times the game is not won in the fourth quarter, as you guys know. It's, it's place that happened throughout the game. And I thought when he pulled up for a three-point shot, he made it. That was a big play for the Bucks, and it helped his confidence. I think teams are not giving him lanes like they had in the past. He's a step slow because he's not getting his shoulders around players to get to the bucket and get to the foul line. But that will come. He has, he has what, three or four more games to get his rhythm and hopefully get his conditioning. I don't know if he can get speed this late in the season. I don't know where he gets his speed from, either you have or you don't. But he's going to have to have to adjust to the fact that he's not as quick as we've seen him in the past.
5: All right. Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, are you expecting now that the Bucks have the number one seat all locked in? I mean, I got to think they're Mike Budenholzer isn't going to give significant minutes now to Giannis and Chris, right? Or do you think it's a better idea to make sure they get more work in?
7: Oh, they have to get more work in. I'm, I'm not the coach, but I, I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that tells me that this team is gelling yet. Uh, Giannis is playing well, Middleton is playing well, but you just you don't win games with two players. Right. I would anticipate he would continue to play the lineups that he thinks are the best lineups and just play regular basketball for now.
5: Well, it could be a hell of a contest on Saturday when they take on the Mavericks and we will talk to you again then. He is Sidney Moncrieve. Bucks great. We always appreciate it, said thank you so much for coming on.
7: Thank you guys. Go Bucks.
5: All right, go Bucks.
7: Yeah.
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, That's indeed. Right. Get it in,
7: Sid. we trying to get it in. <laughs> and go Brewers. How
6: about that? Even All
7: right, it. guys. All right,
5: so you. Th- yep, Bye. you got it. There he is, Sidney Moncrief, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is your passion outgrown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Sim- simply local lending since 1935. And Sidney, brought to you by... Mercedes Benz in Milwaukee, North. You can check out their new and certified pre-owned Mercedes Benz vehicles off of I-43, just north at Silver Spring Drive. I'm Radio Joe Zanzola alongside Gary Ellerson. Gary, I think we're parting ways. Uh, yes, sir. So, so I'm going to take it from here. Uh, okay. We'll get to some calls. We got a lot of stuff still to get to on the show. And uh, don't forget, if you're tuning, if you were expecting the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show, that's coming up at 6:30 here on the Fan Bucks Win 130. One sixteen and one hell of a comeback. We'll get your reaction next here on The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me
2: this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? That away from Locke right at the rim. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at L I U N A 113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan.
5: The Bucs get the win. It wasn't easy, but they get the win. That was some game, 130-116, the final over the Miami Heat. Radio Joe Zola with you in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer getting your reaction on this one, 414-799-1250. Before we do that, I'll tell you what, first half there was no defense at all. Dan Plucker and I, who's the executive producer, we were going back and forth joking like, "Yeah, I don't even know if we're going to have a highlight today based on this kind of defense." But the Bucks shorted up in the second half. One of the defensive plays that they had going was during that 20 to 5 run to open up the third, Bledsoe steal to Wesley Matthews. Nice
7: little overplay on the ball by Bledsoe for the steal.
4: 3 had a pretty good look. A little Wesley jump the area but he saw the crowd found the opening Matthews. 3 with the 3. A 20 to 5
7: run to open the third quarter by the Milwaukee
5: Bucks. See, the Bucks just proved that they are a great team and we kind of forgot about the greatness because we've been used to losing lately. This was good to see and a really solid comeback win from the Milwaukee Bucks. 414-799-1250. Let's go down to Miami. Dan, you are on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. What's going on?
0: Not much, guys. Appreciate you guys always. Sure. Um, Yeah, like like you just said, big sense of relief. I was pretty much losing my mind at halftime there. Started really panicking, but uh, really happy. They showed, I think, a lot of heart. Um, And... Really, I think, like, Middleton's like an underrated. He was just steady throughout the game. He was the steadying hand, you know, when Giannis picked up um, his fifth foul and throughout. i really was just so happy with how consistent he played. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. The, the, I think in the first half, the difference to me was that their, like, older shooters, Iguodala and Crowder, were hitting their threes, and Korver obviously didn't do much at all. I really think we're going to need Corver or Marvin Williams to be like an X factor down the stretch. What do you guys think?
5: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And thanks for the call. You know, Kyle Corver, Gary Ellerson was talking about it um, just the other day on the big show. And he feels like that's a guy that's going to have to step up. I think, there needs to be at least four guys off the bench that have to be trustworthy. Now, again, the nice thing about Mike Budenholzer is he has so many different players at his disposal, and for the most part, all these guys are healthy now. Um, He can use so many different rotations to match up against any team he wants. He didn't have that luxury against Houston a couple of games ago because you had Eric Bledsoe and Pat Connaughton out, so you were limited from your guard play. But I think it might also vary each series as we go along here. But I do agree that there needs to be a couple of guys that have to step up and be trustworthy. George Hill, for the most part this year, has been that sixth man off the bench. He really hasn't done anything so far in this pre-post season. But again, it's the pre-post season. Uh, It was good to see him get to the line a little bit tonight, seven of eight from the line, one of three from the field. But George Hill will be one of those key important players for me coming off the bench. And I just don't know about what Kyle Korver should bring. Certainly brings a lot of leadership. The guy's been able to win. I just don't know how many minutes he should be seeing, and should he be one of those reliable guys to shoot from the outside? He was 0 of 5 from three-point territory. Not good. That needs to get a little bit better for Kyle Korver. But, hey, you talk about a guy that did step up tonight, especially a guy that is – you know, coming off of you know having COVID nineteen, Pat Connaughton played really well. He really played well. We'll go inside the box here in just a second. Let's go to Dan and Whitewater. Dan, you're next up on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame Game Show.
0: Hey, yeah, I just wanted to uh, not to jinx anything, but looking ahead, if the Bucs get the Eastern Conference semifinals, would you rather have them facing the Heat or the Sixers?
5: Um, for me, that's a good question. Thanks for the call. I would go with Philly. Um, I did a ranking last week talking about who are your biggest threats in the East and my top three, and this has not changed. My top three are Toronto, even without Kawhi. Now Nick nurse knows how to play against this Bucks team and he's done an incredible job. I think he should have gotten coach of the year over bud, but Toronto to me is still number one Miami again proves today even though the Bucks came back to win Miami proves they have the depth behind Jimmy Butler to win and to go deep in the playoffs. I'm not saying they can get to the get, get all the way to the NBA finals, but we saw how much of a thorn they were to the box and really they haven't been the Bucks haven't been able to beat them this season. And this would have really have stung had they lost to them again. But I think Miami's number two. And then number three for me in in that list is Boston. I just think there is just a little too much dysfunction going on with Philly. They don't have the same three-point shooters or talented three-point shooters that some of these other teams do in the East. So for me, if I had to pick between Philly or Miami, I'd rather deal with Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, let's go inside the box.
2: How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Otto's Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. Otto'sWineAndSpirits.com
5: and coming up shortly, we'll have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show with Tim Allen here on the fan. We are in the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios here as the Bucks win 130-116 over the Miami Heat. Let's go inside the box as Giannis plays 30 minutes, 13 of 17 from the field, uh, came up empty from three-point territory, 0-4, 7 of 9 from the line, 12 boards, 4 dimes, 1 block, also had 6 turnovers in this one. 33 points though for the Greek freak. Chris Middleton, 9 of 14 from the field, 5 of 6 from three point land, 10 of 10 from the line, also with 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and 33 points for Cash. 17 points for Brooke Lopez. He played very well in the defensive end, especially in the second half. 4 of 9 from the field two of four from three-point territory, also perfect from the line, seven of seven, had four rebounds, two steals, and two blocks. Eric Bledsoe played 23 minutes tonight as they're trying to ease him back into this. Three of eight from the field, two of three from three-point territory, one of two from the line, eight rebounds, five dimes, two steals, nine points for Eric Bledsoe. It's not bad. Not bad at all from Eric Bledsoe, filling up the stat sheet a little bit, especially with those steals. Uh, Wesley Matthews also 23 minutes three of four from the field two of three from three point line or from three point territory one rebound and nine points for Matthews and then on the bench pretty much everyone saw action Ursan Ilyasova uh, only played six minutes didn't really do anything Marvin Williams. Played 21 minutes, had a couple of points, seven rebounds, though. George Hill, as I said earlier, was seven of eight from the line, one of three from the field. He had nine points, played 24 minutes. Kyle Korver, just eight minutes and zero for five. All from three-point land. Not Kyle Korver's best game. Did have a couple of rebounds. Pat Connaughton, the bright spot, four of eight off the bench in 21 minutes, three of six from three-point territory one rebound, 11 points for Connaughton Sterling Brown, uh, just played a minute, but, hey, had a couple of buckets there in that minute. Five points, and Dante DiVincenzo also played 16 minutes, one of four from the field with three dimes and a board and two points for him. The Bucks shot 52% from the field, Miami 42%. Miami, the key thing for them was 21 made three-pointers out of 46 attempts, 45% from three-point land. The Bucks heated up from three-point territory in the second half. They ended up 40% total as a team, 15 of 37. Rebound-wise, 44 for the Bucs, 39 for the Heat. And that's all she wrote as the Bucks now clinch the number one seed heading in to the playoffs here as they have just a few more games left. They have Dallas coming up on Saturday. We'll have the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North here on the fan after that game. Sparky will be back, and then uh, they'll take on Toronto two days later. After that. So, a couple good matchups. You heard Sidney Moncrief talk about it. He still expects minutes here for Giannis and Chris Middleton for these starters because I think he is right. Just because you got that number one seed does not mean you kind of have to ease things back. And that was something I was a little unsure about. But you do have to get some work in for these guys. And I think maybe the last game of this regular season against Memphis, maybe that's when they decided to say, okay, you guys rest. Let's get ready, but um, it should be a good game against Dallas. Dallas is one hell of a team. Bucks win 131 116 We will hear from Mike Budenholzer, and we'll also go inside the locker room here in just a moment as so we continue on here on The Fan.
2: Did that really just happen? It's time for the... Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan.
5: Bucks win 130-116 in a thrilling come-from-behind win. It looked really ugly in that first half. And to make matters worse, right before the buzzer, to go into halftime, of all guys to bury a three-pointer, it was Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat.
3: At the
7: buzzer, Bam at the half, Milwaukee 56.
4: That's a bam, a three Miami, for rains It Rains and pours. Not the strength of Adebayo's game, but clock winding down, no choice.
5: Boy, it was uh, hell on earth if you went to social media, and we're not going to have enough time to actually go back and look at some of those tweets because, believe me, so there were there were fans freaking out. Out about this game. But again, this is just a reminder of how talented this Miami team is, even without their star player and Jimmy Butler. They are going to be very pesky, and hopefully this is the wake up call the Bucks need when looking at it. All right, let's now go inside the locker room, hear from a guy that played really well, including having 33 points in this one, Chris Middleton. As we go inside the locker room, brought to you by Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. Let's hear from Money Middleton. Obviously, there is just a huge difference in your defense from the first half to the second half. What was it
0: at halftime that got you kind of back into it? Was it the clip? you watch, but going at you guys,
5: how do you guys kind of get back in this one?
3: It's just the effort. I mean, uh, we all spoke about it, and I think we realized uh, we just weren't playing our best basketball. We were, you know, one or two steps behind on everything. So the main focus is coming at halftime, is just, you know, play harder, play better. I mean, everything on there, it was way too easy. We were not be ourselves.
5: With that Heat team and how much off-ball movement they have and the dribble handoffs, like, are they just a team that you can't afford to play lazy against? Like, other teams might go more iso-ball, but since they move so much, is it tougher? Can't
3: play uh, lazy or, you know, everything we did in the first half. It didn't matter who we, we played. The team with the worst record in the league, thats the result we are going to have in that first half the way we played. Um, you know, we are we are our best selves when we're playing as hard as we can, covering for each other's own mistakes. Um, just keep that energy. Ben
5: Steel. Hey Chris, uh your second game with uh Bledsoe and, and Pat back. What what'd you think of those guys? How are they looking uh back are they getting closer back to their old selves? I think
3: you see it with the more and more minutes uh, we get out there. I mean um, those guys haven't played basketball in a long time, uh just like we had into our first scrimmage game. So um it's good to see them out here now, um, getting more minutes and you see uh, each more The more minutes they get, the uh, more confidence they have to you know, be their normal selves, uh, which is going to be key something that we definitely need down the stretch.
2: Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, on the fan.
5: Radio Joe with you, one thirty-one sixteen. the final. It's good to hear from Chris Middleton. Let's hear from the man himself, who has been taking some criticism lately for how he's been running these defenses, Mike Budenholzer. Here's what he had to say.
4: Yeah, again, you know, not to harp on it, I thought, you know, we maintained our defensive intensity, thought we were getting stops, and then we were able to get out and run. I thought Brooke had a couple of big plays in that stretch. Um, you know, Chris is usually on the court if Giannis isn't. And, you know, Bled, I thought Bled was, you know, a lot closer to being himself in the second half. Um, you know, I thought he made some plays defensively. and So it's just a little bit of everything. Um, you know, but it's always good when they respond when Giannis is not in the game. Zora Stevenson.
1: This one w-
5: wasn't as close when it came down to the wire, but what differences did you see in those clutch minutes compared to some of the previous games?
4: Yeah, I thought the execution, you know, like you said there, it, it was, you know, closer than the final score kind of indicates. And I thought, uh, you know, we came out of, uh, you know, a couple timeouts and executed and Chris and Giannis were sharp, the team was sharp. I just thought we were a lot better, a lot more decisive It's kind of one of the words we've been using, talking about going down the stretch. So um, you know, it was it was good to execute there from about the five minute mark to the three or two minute mark and get some separation.
2: And I Old, our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coaches Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coaches on Lake De This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan.
5: So next up for the Bucks, they take on the Dallas Mavericks. That's coming up on Saturday, 7:30. Tip. We will have the pick and save Pro Hoops post-game show immediately following that one with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. The Mavs are currently playing the Clippers right now, and it's going back and forth. The Mavs lead 42. 42- 41 early on in that one they also during this restart lost in a thriller to Houston in overtime 153 149 they lost a Phoenix by two and then they won a very close one in overtime against Sacramento 114 110 uh, back on Tuesday but now they're playing Kawhi in the Clippers so that'll be another fun matchup on Saturday but now we can kind of relax a little bit all we need to see is just more improvement and less sloppiness from this bucks team because i think that is certainly key in this one again the bucks win knocking off the miami heat 130 to 116 the injury report well the good news is there really isn't any injuries to go through the injury report brought to you by mccormick law office dan mccormick your auto accident and work injury attorney the only two injuries were on the miami heat side uh, Jimmy Butler was dealing with that sore foot. So that was the one thing that he, uh, that's why he didn't play. And uh, Goran Dragic was the other one uh, that didn't play in this one either. He's dealing with like a sprained ankle. So it doesn't seem like those in- injuries are serious, but for the Bucks' case, everything is good in this one. And then your Chevy MVB as we wrap things up here on the pick and save pro hoops post game show. Um, who should we give this one to? I think I'm going to give it to Giannis because Giannis just took control in that fourth quarter. The game was going back and forth. Uh, the Bucks were hanging on, and then all of a sudden it was Giannis unleashed there in the final three minutes of the game. So let's give it to the Greek Freak, shall we? Sh- the Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Find what's next. You can check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at Chevy.com. So there you have it. Bucks take on the Mavs coming up next. Coming up in just a minute here, Tim Allen standing by with the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show, getting you ready for Brewers and White Sox. And don't forget, after the last pitch of tonight's game, make the switch uh, to the Bayview Shade and Blind baseball Post Game show. We're going to take a quick break, and Tim will be with you on the other side Rest assured, Bucks fans, it's going to be okay. I'm Radio Joe Zanzola. Thanks for joining me here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild